0: Good afternoon everybody. So uh yesterday there was a uh or the past couple of days there was a uh, voice uh, recording going around of Rav Yisrael Reisman Shlita, and he was saying that, uh, it, that, that that it's nearly impossible or that the vast majority of mezuzahs that you find in Flatbush are, are either Puzzle or only Kasher Bediyeved. And he said he doesn't know what to do about it, so he's just venting and he's sharing uh, this uh, frustration in the sheer that he was giving. And, uh, you know, when someone of the stature of uh, Rabbi Reisman says something like that, so he knows exactly what to do he talks about it and then it creates a tumult and hopefully people will start uh, will start talking about it so what exactly is the issue that makes that that he was uh upset about and that uh that seems to be an issue with the mezuzahs in flatbush and obviously it's not about flatbush meaning if it's an issue in flatbush it's an issue in the five towns it's an issue in new jersey it's an issue he, he questioned is it an issue in lakewood also where people actually look at their mezuzahs before buying it okay maybe maybe not an issue in lakewood if people uh but uh but i'm not sure about that either so so Let's let's talk about what the uh, what what exactly the problem that he is flagging is. Number two, how big of a problem is it, and and how could even such a thing happen that uh, that you know the people that are producing mezuzas are er and How could it be that they're producing mezuzas that have this fundamental problem? And is there anything we can do about it? Is there any way to uh, to fix this problem? So let, let's start. Oh, What happened? I'm not sure what just happened over there. So let's uh, let's uh, let's let's try that again. So let's uh, let's start by dealing um, with the uh, with the issue. Uh, the issue is that the Rabbi Eisman was uh, was flagging was the issue of tagin uh, that uh, that on top of certain letters you're supposed to have uh, tagin. There are four ingredients in general in the Torah. You have to have the letters. If you know there are four ingredients of uh, you know of, of, of that create uh, the Torah as we know it. You have to have the letters of the Torah. If you misshape or Misform the letters, then it's going to be puzzled. Then there are the tagin on tops of the letters, or the little uh, zayins that they draw on tops of certain letters. Then there's the nikud and the trap, neither of which are actually written in the Torah, but are just something that we have to know how to do, otherwise you're not going to be out in the mitzvah of Kriyasa Torah, right? So those are the uh, those are the four ingredients. So the tagin is the issue of, uh, of frustration at the uh, at the moment that we're dealing with right now. Uh, this is based on the Gemara Mesechas Menachas and Avchav Beis. The Gemara in the middle of the page of Chavtes Amarava, Shiva Osios Trichos, Shlosha Ziunin. There are seven letters that require three Ziunin, three Tagin, on tops of the letters. Ve'eluhein, That uh Those are the letters of Shatnez Getz, of Shin, Ayin, Tes, Nun, uh, Zion, Gimel, Tzaddik. Uh, those uh, those uh, those require Tagin. Uh, tagin means that you put one uh, teeny little Zion uh, on the right side, one teeny little Zion on the left side, and one one in the uh, middle, all protruding from the top of the uh, of the letter. And if you miss the tagin, it's a machlokes. What if you ju- make one of the letters of shatnez getz without the tagin? So that's a machlokas. The Rambam and Paschal and Shulchan Aruch and Aruchayim Siman Siv Gimel says the imlo taig getz lo pasal. It does not, in fact, pasal the uh, the the mezuzah. However, the Mishabur and Sivkatan Tezvav says the habach pasal b'zev the gamagrabibiyuro shave the cola khas minashito so maybe harbi postum de mahmir vaza the bira also is mahmir it is very appropriate to be choshish. for this and if you notice that you have a, a mezuzah with Shatnes gets letters that don't have tagging on top of it you should fix those letters afterwards you should draw the tagin on top of those letters afterwards I generally speaking when it comes to filling the mezuzahs you're not allowed to do things you're not allowed to draw the you're not allowed to start filling in letters after you know that are earlier in the partials after the words and uh, the letters later in the partials have already been filled in, says the Mishabura, that's not a problem over here because the letters are fully formed. And as we pointed out, these are two separate ingredients of Stam. There are the letters, and then there are the tagin. So as long as the letters are fully formed in order, you don't have a problem of Shaloh You can then draw in the tagin afterwards, and that's not going to be a problem. Mishabura adds that this is only if the top of the letter is actually properly formed, and it's just missing the tagin. He suggests that uh, that if the top of the letter is rounded off a little too much, that that's going to be a problem even so you have to make sure that the top of the letter is shaped properly, and the whole discussion is only about tagin. So again, uh, uh, the Gemara is explicit that Shatnas gets letters, require tagin if you don't have tagin on the Shatnes gets letters, Shulchan says it's not puzzle but there are many rishonim that say it is puzzle and therefore you really, really, really need to make sure that the Shatnes gets letters get uh, get tagin. Uh, in in fact, the Meshubrura writes that the reason for the uh, that that it's dafka these letters, he quotes from a sefer Igeres that the osios Shatnes are uh, are osios satan az and gets is also a shame of a makatrig and the tagin of the osios are like the weapon. To save us from the makatrogim, so whatever it does, it somehow has a tremendous impact in terms of uh, saving us from some sort of terrible Kitrug. That is not, however, the issue that Rabbi Reisman was concerned about. I think I do believe that most of our mezuzahs do have tagging on the Shatnez Getz letters. The issue that he was concerned about is what's called the Bedek Chaya letters. The the, the there are uh, in addition to the Shatnez Getz letters, which the Gemara explicitly identifies all together, there are also Bedek Chaya letters uh, Bez, Dalit Kuf, Ches, Yud, Hey that also require tagging. Now there is nowhere in Chazal where Chazal give that entire list of Bedek Chaya that require tagging. Um, uh, in fact, in Yabia Omer, in Chalik Yud, Yerudea, Simin Chav Ches, Rav Vady Yosef was asked about the kashos of a Sefer Torah that doesn't have Bedek Chaya Tagin, It doesn't have the tagging on top, on top of the Bedek Chaya letter. Letters. and Rav Vadya says that it's kosher, but he says, uh, in fact, that hatagin of Osiyos, B'edek Chaya, are lo klal betal lo that they're not alluded to in the Gemara. They're not even hinted to in the Gemara, and he says, uh, he quotes that idea from the Yaskil Avdi, and from Rabbi Rachimim Chavisa Kohen, he says that it's not even alluded to in the Gemara. It is unclear what on earth Rav Vadya means by that, because it is certainly alluded to in the Gemara and in Divrei Chazal in a variety of places. It's just that it's never gathered together in a single location where all of them are identified. The source for the hay is also Gemara Menachos. The source of you know of the Bedek Chay, The source that the hay needs needs Hmm. <coughs> it's a it's a Gemara Menachos and it's one of the only two of the Bedek Chaya letters that are explicit in the Bavli. The letter Ches is also in the Gemara, in, in that same Gemara, at least the way Rashi understands the Gemara, so it's a little less obvious, a little less clear in the Gemara. The source for Yud is in uh, Menachas Chavtes HaMudalif, according to the way some Rishonim understand the Gemara, and is also in the Psikta. The source for the Kuf requiring Tagin is uh, based on the Gemara in Shabbos, Kuf Dalin HaMudalif, uh, which is the other of the two that's explicit in the Bavli. The source for for the bays requiring tagin is Yerushalmi in the second parak of Chagiga and is also Bereshis Rabba parak Aleph The source for the Dalid that one is not as clear. That one is uh, is 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 not a, is not as clear exactly where it comes from. But there is this concept that the Bedek Chaya letters require uh, require tagin. It is Mefurish in the Tikkunei Zohar Chadash that Bedek Chaya requires uh, tagin. Uh, in the Sefer Yitzira they have a different uh, list of. letters uh, Letters that require a crown. Emesh Beged Kafrat. And it uh, that, uh, that, turns out that almost uh, that, that almost every os is going to require a, a, a tag. But clearly, 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 a conscientious sofer should be making tagin on tops of uh, the Beged Chaya letters because it is Midivre Khazal. And this was the, p- the point of Rabbi Reisman's frustration, that if you look at mezuzahs that are sold in our stores, very often the Beged Chaya letters simply... Do not have tagin. They just don't have tagin on the uh, on the letters. So d- d- the question then becomes: uh, There are also, by the way, other letters that people sometimes add tagin to LP Kabbalah. But at the very least, Shatnus gets is Mefurush in the Gemara as a unit that requires tagin. Bedek Chaya, you find from collecting from all over Devechazal that uh, and and Rishonim that it requires uh, tagin, and that that seems to be the, the the accepted practice of what should be done. But it doesn't seem to be the accepted practice of. Of what is done and that's that's a problem so the question is how big of a problem is it does that make it possible so if you're missing these uh, these tag in practice practically uh, as Rabbi Ruven Mendelwitz uh, who's the sofa who wrote the wonderful safer called inside Stam uh, he told me that practically it's the same as Shatnes gets in the sense that lemaisa we pass that it's kosher but it's only event however in in in, in as as far as relatively, which is a bigger problem, Missing tagin on shatnus gets or missing prau- or missing tagin on Bedechaya, clearly missing uh, tagin on shatnus gets is worse because there are seven different rishonim that hold that if you're missing tagin on the shatnus gets that it's going to be Puzzle Uh you have that's the sheet of the marachar zerua inuchas tefillin tafkufin and dalin that's the sheet of rabbeinu tam it's the sheet of the tour in explaining the rush in yordei reisha in dalin it's the sheet of rabbeinu chananel quoted in the mordechai it's the sheet of the riva quoted in the Mordecai Messech's gitness is Shita of the Sefer HaTrumah, it's the sheita, uh, uh, At least the, way the Beis Yosef understands it. It's the sheet of the gra. It's the sheet of the agur. So you have many, 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 many uh, rishonim that hold that Shatnes gets letters that don't have tagin would passel. So even though the Shulchan Paskins that it doesn't passel, so that's a very serious matter. If a uh, bedek chaya letters are missing tagin, no one really holds that it's passel, but it's certainly not lechalchila. As Rabbi Friedlander writes, is uh, quoted by Rabbi Mendelwitz in inside Stam. Gam bedek uh Why is it only b'dyeved? shehish or Khazal, If you're missing st- that which is explicit in chazal then you can't call that uh, that kasha Khakhila. He then quotes a divrei Yaakov k'rach who suggests that it may even be ma'akiv b'dyeved. However, the divrei Yaakov himself concludes that the of bali horah is like what the Mishabura and Mishasof. Mosbeiz rights that it's only a din the and would not be a psul So at the end of the day, is it a problem? Absolutely, it's a problem. How big of a problem does it? Uh, does it passul your mezuzas? It does not passul your mezuzas, but it's the kind of thing that can be fixed and ought to be fixed. Now, until you have a chance to fix it, don't take your mezuzas down. It's not you know you need the, mez- the mezuzas are kosher and you do need mezuzas on your house unless you're able to get loner ones that have beder on it. So certainly leave the ones that you have up in your house because we do paskin that it's kosher but the abet, but you should get them checked and either uh, get uh, the tag added to them or buy new ones so what is the uh, eitzah? how do we solve this problem if you have all these mezuzahs that they're not and, and, and also how big of a problem is it how common is it so I asked Rabbi Mendelitz I said well, if you're going to spend a reasonable amount on a mezuzah you'll spend over $100 on a mezuzah what percentage of the mezuzahs that you're going to find will not have tagen on embed letters he said probably about 50-50 if you're in that that area if you're spending over 100 on a mezuzah. If you're spending less on a mezuzah, your mezuzah is probably uh, possible for 10 other reasons anyway. But uh, but but if, you're, uh, but if you're spending a reasonable amount on a mezuzah, so, uh, there, the, you still have to check. So how do we solve this problem? So in, in the world of Safras, they're working on it. They're working on the Vat Mishmeristam and putting that together again and things of that nature. However, however, I think as far as us, the consumer, the regular people, there are three things that we can do to solve problems like this. Number one, first and foremost, most, there is no shortcut to educating yourself. You sometimes just have to learn halacha. You have to know what you're looking at when you're looking at a mezuzah. Most of us have no idea what we're looking at. Uh, people go into a sfarim store, uh, any Judaica store and say, I'd like to buy a mezuzah. And the person behind the counter who also doesn't know anything about Stam says, oh, we have three mezuzahs. We have uh, cheap, medium and expensive. Depending on the store, sometimes it'll be $60, 80 and $100. And you're like, oh, I'm an average Jew, so I'll do the middle one. I'll do 80 If that's the way you buy mezuzahs, of course you can end up with a puzzle mezuzah. If you don't know anything, well, why, why would someone give you a kosher mezuzah? Meaning that it's going to be very, very difficult to find a mezuzah that is kosher le So there's no shortcut to educating yourself. Again, I, I often recommend and have in the past the Safer Inside Stam. It's both in Hebrew and in English. You can buy it uh, by Rabbi Ru- Ruve Mendelwitz, who really uh, goes through some of the real um, basic inyanim of, uh, of Stam. The second thing we could do is spend money. Um, a lot of times people will go and they buy mezuzahs, and they go cheap on the mezuzas. A mezuzah is not a place to go cheap. You only have to buy it once. You don't have to. It's not something that it's not like an estro where you would buy every year. It's not something that you buy every day like lunch, you know, or, or dinner. Uh, it's something you only have to buy have to buy once. You know, people uh, will will go to a fancy restaurant and spend uh, whatever it is hundreds of dollars on a dinner for two, and it's it's there one day gone the next day. The mezuzah will be there forever. Mezuzas, and it's very uh, if you buy a really really high quality mezuzah. Probably never even become possible in uh, in your lifetime. Uh, so so just buy the the an uh, expensive mezuzah. You have to pay. You you, you, you get what you pay for. Uh, Rabbi Reisman said uh, Derek Hagav He just happened to mention that he thought a hundred dollars is not enough to spend on the mezuzah. That if you only spend $100 on a hundred dollars on the mezuzah, then you're probably not gonna not gonna get uh, a really kosher khil mezuzah. So spend spend on the mezuzah. Uh, it's uh, it's worthwhile uh, to to spend money on something like that. It's a one time investment. And third thing that I. I think people need to do, is find a sofer who's really an expert. And what what, what I mean by expert is someone who's recognized by other sofrim as an expert. You know, sometimes you have, uh, even your local Orthodox rabbi, very often will say, oh, the local sofer, he's a good guy, we should support him. He he may be a good guy, but he may not necessarily be an expert. He may not necessarily be someone who's uh, who who really is... uh, is a known expert in the world of Safras. so you need to have someone who knows what he's talking about that you can uh, that you can look to to be able to ask your uh, your questions to, and it should be someone who again is recognized within the world of uh, of Sofrim and not necessarily by those who don't know much uh, about Safras. So yeah, is it an issue? It's an issue. Is it an issue that's possible? With the avid? No, but certainly we strive for more than b'diavet in uh, in our shmiras and mitzvahs. Okay, everyone, have a great day.